Well, if we knew something was going to happen to us, we would do something to prepare. If we knew when the end of our life was going to come, we probably would do everything we could to ready ourselves for that very last day that we might have. If we knew that time in which the Lord might call us home, maybe we would decide to reconcile with someone that we've been at odds with. Or maybe we would spend time with the people that we love. Maybe spiritually we would celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation. We would pray with greater fervor for that time in which we would meet the Lord. And so for all of us, that time is unknown to us. The people of the scriptures, they were waiting for Jesus to return right away after his resurrection and ascension to heaven. They thought it would only be a little time. But yet here we are, and Christians for all of these ages now have been waiting for this return of Jesus in glory. It's kind of like the Jewish people that before the coming of Jesus, that they were waiting for him to come, that they were waiting for the promised Messiah, the Redeemer, their Savior. And then finally, they slowly began to hear that he had arrived, that these magi had talked to Herod about this newborn king, and people started talking about the fact that the one that they waited for, that he must be there, he must have arrived. And we know that Jesus' birth in Bethlehem was that moment. Simeon, this priest in the temple, he waited to see this very moment. God told him, you will see the fulfillment of the people. And then Jesus came in and he offered that infant and he said, now you can let your servant go in peace. He spent his whole life preparing for that moment of meeting Jesus. And then he said, now my life is fulfilled. I could go in peace. So how is it then that we should live our lives? It's something today that St. Peter in our second reading really pointed out. He even asked that question, well, how are we to live? He asked that in a similar way. What persons ought you to be, he asks. That's the question. Then he answers it. So how am I supposed to live my life? He says, well, conduct yourselves in holiness and devotion. Be found without spot or blemish. And then if we put that together with what we heard John the Baptist. So John the Baptist, he was waiting for Jesus. The two of them met while they were both in the womb in that meeting of Mary and Elizabeth at the visitation. But John waited all of this time for this moment in which he would announce the coming of Jesus, his public ministry, the one who is coming before him, whose sandals he is unworthy to untie. And so he knows it's that moment and he's begun this Baptism of repentance, calling people to change their lives. What persons ought you to be? 
Conduct yourselves in holiness and devotion. That word holiness, kind of, we hear it all the time, I want to be holy. St. Peter and elsewhere in his letter actually says we are called to be holy. We talk about saints that are holy. We kind of have an image of saints who are holy. Probably as I say that, what saint do you think of? Many of you might be thinking of Mother Teresa, this nun who served the poorest of the poor. She kind of has become an icon of holiness that people quite readily think of as one who is holy. There are lots of holy people. We're surrounded by holy people right here. And so what does holiness mean? I'm sure if you ask several different people, you'd get lots of different answers. But I think the answer to that, what is holiness? Maybe it's to think with the mind of God, to see with the eyes of God, to love with the heart of God. Maybe that's what holiness is, to really put on Christ. So what persons ought you to be? Well, to be like Jesus in the world, seeing need and helping others, conducting yourselves in the way that he would do so. Also, he said, well, conduct yourselves in holiness and devotion. So devotion just simply means kind of devoted service, so loving service. I give my whole heart in service. A husband is devoted to his wife, a wife devoted to their husband. You're devoted to your children, so devotion is simply our love. So conduct yourselves in holiness, thinking with the mind of God and loving God in return. That's how St. Peter really wants us to live our lives. To be found without spot or blemish, or as St. John the Baptist would call it, to repent, this baptism of repentance. What does that mean? What does it mean to have repentance? Well, last week I kind of gave one of those points. It was about stop angering God, noticing the nag in our life of ways in which maybe God's calling us to leave sin behind. Well, that's what repentance is, is acknowledging this is the sin, And now, Lord, I'm sorry for this. I never want to commit this again. That's repentance, to be found without spot or blemish, to have it washed clean, wiped away. Of course, that happens every time we celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation. But maybe it's by conducting ourselves in holiness and devotion that then... We can be found without spot or blemish, that we begin to repent in our lives. Devotion, I've noticed how devotion in one's life, kind of religious devotion, can address different areas of sin. That as one comes maybe to a holy hour or to a time of adoration before the Blessed Sacrament, that simply being in the presence of Christ in the monstrance, that he does something for us. And so as we pray in those moments, well, he's working on us, and that's our devotion. That Eucharistic devotion we have changes our hearts, wants us to sin less, convicts us of that. Just the other day on social media, there was a tweet that someone had tweeted out. They said that through the rosary, they had overcome a certain sin in their life, and 
that they had fostered this devotion of the rosary. So that's a devotion. Love of Mary, Mary's love for us, her intercession. And so through the rosary, this person struggled with sin for years, but was able to confront it and overcome it by the prayers of Mary. Noticed how that was helpful. Maybe there could be a relapse, but then to begin again, to make that resolve, to repent, to be without spot or blemish. The season of Advent is about waiting for the return of Jesus, and some people would like you to believe maybe we're in the last days. Who knows? People have thought that for centuries. But if we knew something was coming, wouldn't we want to be ready? And maybe the way we prepare ourselves is to live as St. Peter wants us to live, with holiness and devotion, to live like St. John the Baptist, calling those people to repentance. And as we live in that way, well, hopefully then Jesus, our good shepherd, will bring us one day into everlasting life with him.